0: And welcome to, and let's be heard, for Friday, July 15th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. How's everyone doing? Sorry, we got to the end of another week. Another long week, long week. And uh, it looks like there are going to be many, many long weeks ahead. You know, going into like restaurants and such and businesses in the major cities, such as San Francisco or Washington, D.C. or Philadelphia or New York, the cities that have been decimated by their Democrat governors and mayors, decimated by lockdowns, decimated small businesses closed, businesses now that can't get people to work, businesses that are all short-staffed. This is all a result of the last two and a half years of garbage mandates that have done zero, zero to end COVID, zero to stop the spread of COVID. Nothing, nothing they have done, nothing the Democrats have done has stopped the spread of COVID, has stopped COVID as they promised it would. Remember, they originally promised it would take 15 days, 15 days, they said. Remember that 15 days to slow the spread? That was the first lie of about 500 lies. That was the first lie of about 500 lies. And I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say 500 lies. I really don't think I'm exaggerating. And now we see that just as businesses are starting when I say businesses are starting to come back I mean, we're talking about the absolute vanguard, the absolute vanguard of returning to some semblance of normal. And the only reason that's happening is because we haven't had masks for a while and the vaccine, the vaccine mandates, the vaccine passports and the mandated indoor masking has been gone for a while. And so that has allowed, that is directly responsible for businesses starting to come back. And if you ask business owners they will tell you that businesses started coming back in two phases. The first phase being the ending of the vaccine mandates, the vaccine passports, and the second being the ending of the indoor mask mandates. So just as businesses are coming back, you have this walking zombie. Look, I can't be nice about this wretched woman, this wretched witch, the health czar of Los Angeles County, Barbara Farrar. This walking dead zombie who says we are in such an emergency, still emergency, emergency, never-ending emergency, emergency, that in two weeks, it's such an emergency that in two weeks from now, two weeks from this emergency, she will bring back indoor mask mandating just as it would basically be April, May 2020 all over again, only 28 months later. She says because cases are going up. And if cases were in their their code, in their color, in the Democrat fascist, no common sense, anti-science color code, they say when cases are at a high level for two weeks, the masks go back on. Because the previous 17 times, it obviously worked to end COVID. The incredible insanity... The incredible insanity, we talked yesterday about the insanity of these vaccine mandates in sports and such, for for a vaccine that has never stopped the spread, not for one day, not for one day since the inception in December of 2020, have these vaccines stopped the spread of the virus. So we talked about that insanity. Now we have the mask insanity coming back all over again. And as I had said yesterday, there is no end game. There really is no end game because the end game is end of their control. And they don't want to end the control. So that's the the answer. They don't want an end game because that's the end of their control. And of course, these are miserable people who never had control of anything in their lives, who must have been picked on as they were children, and then they're, as adults, they're put into positions. Most of them not even elected, like Barbara Ferrar, not even elected, to control other people. And boy, did they get their did they get their turn on two and a half years ago? Did they get their turn on two and a half years ago? And so, uh, Barbara Ferrar is just simply, simply a fascist. She is. There's no other way to put it. When you get off on controlling others and there's no reason to do it and there's no evidence that what you're doing is actually helping people, is actually helping health, is actually helping public health, you are simply a fascist who gets off on control. And you know there are – in L.A. there are a number of people – look, Barbara Farrar is unelected, but I, I cannot be quite sure that if it was an elected position, the people of L.A. proper would not elect her. Yet these people complain. Yet you go into these businesses in Democrat cities and Democrat run cities and Democrat heavy voter cities. And all they do is complain. No one wants to work. My business is failing. I can't get people to work. The business sucks because the customers come in and the business and the, and the service is shit. And they complain and they complain and they complain. Yet they continue to vote for these people. They continue to vote for people who ruin their lives and they complain about their lives being ruined. It is quite, it's a quite the psychological fuck up, isn't it? I know a therapist wouldn't call it a fuck up, but that's what I call it. It's you, you're, you're psychologically screwed up. You're, it's like an SM game, right? It's like an SM game. Yet this is not a sexual turn on. This is not a frivolous thing. This is a this is life. This is society. This is the society that we now live in. And all of us have to deal with even the, 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 the sane ones like myself and like you. We have to deal with this. We have to live in this world. And so there really isn't any answer other than total defiance at this point. I've talked about this before, but I, I really need people to understand. I really need people to understand that only total, total defiance will stop this. So when they say you must wear a mask now and you simply say not doing it, those edicts, those mandates have no effect anymore. They might as well just be yelling into a a tunnel. The problem is when they say do this and people do it, they get off on that. They say, oh, it works. The control works. They get off on the control. So basically – that's the answer. Now, do I have faith in in people in Democrat runs? Look, I don't have to worry about that. I'd say Republicans wouldn't do it, but I don't have to worry about Republicans because in those cities run by Republicans and states run by Republicans, they don't have these things. So I can't count on Republicans. I need Democrats. And that's how these Democrats like Barbara Farrar and Gavin Newsom and so on and so forth get away with this because they know their voters are little submissive Peasants who will do exactly as they're told. And so as long as these Democrats are little submissive peasants who will do exactly as they're told, nothing's going to change. That's why they know they can get away with it. But all it would take, and once again, I'm not holding out any hope. All it would take is one time where they do these things and the people say, we're not doing it where there's no change from before or after. That is the only thing that'll stop it, because then they'll say it has no effect anymore. The edicts and mandates have no effect on people anymore. They're simply not listening. Now, people will tell me that each time they've done this, and as we've gone through the last two and a half years, less and less people have complied. But the problem is too many people are complying and the major issue is too many businesses are complying. Like I said, these same businesses who know this kills their business, they know this is going to put their business in the business graveyard. They do it anyway. And so that then forces other people to do it if they want to go out, right? I mean, if you have, let's say, 310, I'll make up a number, 310 restaurants in a city and 297 of them do this, it leaves very little opportunity for people to go anywhere else. Now, my friends and I in San Francisco have found during those times, and we will again if the mass come back, those restaurants that don't care, those establishments that don't care. And then that number may even grow at least incrementally. But the problem is when the overwhelming majority, 75, 80, 85 percent comply, that forces people to comply if they want to have a life, right? If they want to have a, a social life, a cultural life, a nightlife. And so that's the domino effect that these Democrats, these, these scumbags like Barbara Farrar, the walking dead zombie, and the, and the, and the, the, uh, the, uh, hair gel king, Gavin Newsom rely on. They rely on that number being high. If that number were 20, 25%, these things would fail. These edicts would fail. But unfortunately, Based on submission, based on Trump derangement syndrome, based on fear, based on anxiety, based on hysteria, a lot of these places will institute the mandates if the government tells them to, and the people will comply. And that is the problem. You simply cannot comply anymore. I do not comply. In fact, that should be the phrase everyone uses. I do not comply. I do not comply. Now, uh, look, I, I I have to admit some guilt here. I, I complied. Not always. Not always. But in certain inc- in circumstances, I did. But now I won't anymore. So maybe that's proof, right? Maybe that's proof that uh, more people will be doing this. More people will... I mean, at least I complained about it. At least I didn't do it, you know... Uh, Lovingly and willingly. But now I won't anymore at all. And that, that's the point. You see, if enough people do that, if enough people say no, not wearing a mask, then this will end. And it'll end quite quickly. We, we've seen a couple of instances of this, and the, the reports aren't exactly ex- totally clear. We know that Philadelphia tried doing a mask mandate again recently, and it lasted very long, a week. Oakland was like two days. So unless you lived in those places, I'm not exactly sure why those mask mandates ended so quickly. My my only guess is, because they ended so quickly, is that people were simply weren't complying. Nothing was changing. The number of people wearing masks didn't go up enough for it to matter, for them to keep it going. So I'm guessing, I'm hoping that that was the reason. I can't I can't really think of any other reason and so there is kind of proof that as long as we say we're not doing it anymore we're not it's not going to it's not going to continue it will indeed end and we'll will force them to get back to normal now the problem of course is when you talk about los angeles you're talking about the second largest city millions of people it takes a lot of mass compl- it takes a lot of non compliance it takes a lot more non compliance than in philadelphia or oakland and 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 there there's the issue and, and then you're talking about you know, when you're talking about LA, or California, but LA specifically, you're talking about a lot of really woke, extreme, wacko, liberal Hollywood types, right? Entertainment industry people. And they will absolutely comply. Absolutely. They will comply 100%. Which once again, allow, I mean, it's, it's no mystery. It's no enigma why Barbara Farrar is doing this because she knows in LA it's ripe for this kind of stuff because they have enough people who comply there so few people will complain there and I think that is part of why she can get away with it more than anyone else look there are plenty of places where they could probably do it again like San Francisco and, and New York And so on and so forth. But L.A. is a very, very specific kind of place where there is enough dynamic there because of the of the wokeness of the industry there and the the braze, the you know, the the um, emboldened Trump derangement syndrome folks there that this can certainly work again and possibly work forever and possibly work forever. And the way. Someone like Barbara Ferrar makes it work forever, the way she does this, the psychological game she plays is to keep it going and then take it away, right? That's what you call Stockholm syndrome. You give the 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 uh, you give the captive person a little bit of uh, freedom here and there. And then they begin to love their captor. And when, when the captor brings the the uh, demands, back the rules, the restraints, the handcuffs. The person goes along with it, knowing, hopefully, that there's once again there'll be that period where they take those handcuffs off. It's a it's a psychological it's a psychological game. It's a very sick and twisted psychological game. And so, I think when you're talking about Barbara Ferrar. The only real answer, once again, is not only non compliance, but to really expose her, to really expose these people for what they are. Which, of course, one we know hypocrites. We know they're anti science. We know they love control. But we need to really understand that they need to be told, they, they need to be, people need to say. What they are, which is fascists, which are Hitler-like. These are the names that have to be thrown at them because this is all the truth. And they need to have to face the truth. They need to take enough beating by people calling them what they are. Fascists, liars, hypocrites, Hitler-like. And that will put the pressure on them. That will put the pressure on them. Because you you know for sure that the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, isn't going to be coming out and stopping Barbara Farrar. In fact, today, he uh, today he um, backed her up. He backed her up. He gave some sleazy. This is a sleazy scumbag of a, of a person. This is a man who is grease. When I look at him, it's like the grease drips off that hair, that overdone hair. You know, I call him the hair gel king, which I think is a, a brilliant name for him. But you look at him and it's just it's a it's a sleaze that drips off of this man. It's a sleaze. He's such a sleazy character. He's such a sleazy, slimy, snake oil salesman. I mean, it's so to me, it's such a it, it, his appearance says everything. All you need to do is look at the guy and you know what you're getting. Forget when he opens his mouth. But open his mouth, indeed, he did. Because, of course, he was asked by, I believe, uh, Alex Michelson. Or someone asked him, was it Alex Michelson host the issue show? Yes. And uh, let's see if I can cue this up for you. We'll cue up Gavin Newsom. This is about a minute long. That's about all I can take of him is about a minute. His response to to Barbara Ferrar, bringing back the, uh, <coughs> the the vaccine mandate.
1: Does that make sense to have certain parts where you can literally go across the street and you got to wear a mask
0: and, and other places where you don't? Is that a good policy at this point in the pandemic? Well, look, uh, localism is determinative. This is a bottom-up frame. At the end of the day, I, I keep reminding people because I keep reminding myself, California is the size of 21 state populations combined. The conditions up in Northern California near the Oregon border are very different than they are in the southern part of the state. And so I do believe in regional approaches. I do believe in flexibility at the local level. I see the exact opposite mandates denying flexibility at the local level coming out of other states. Uh, we
2: believe in a different approach. So I think that needs to be tailor-made through the elected process the delivery process at the local level. I do think that's more appropriate. Um, LA looks like now, this
0: is how full of shit he is. He now talks about how flexibility – Gavin Newsom believes in flexibility at the local level. For people who are just coming into the room now, I'm playing a quote from Gavin Newsom today where he calls for flexibility at the local level, that he believes there is so much localism, especially in Southern California where it's so dense and there's so many different, different pockets and counties – that localism is important. To give the local people, the local elected people. Bobby Farr wasn't elected by anybody, you you slimy bum. But to the local, he says, yes, this is how full of shit he is. This man who had statewide mask mandates, statewide school lockdowns, now talks about oh, localism. Local, I'm not going to put a statewide mask mandate, but localism is important. All of a sudden, it's about localism. All of a sudden, it's about localism. But he won't talk about localism when it comes to, Abortion, will he? He won't talk about localism when it comes to women going to another state if they want an abortion. Why isn't that localism? Wait a minute. These are local elected officials. In fact, when it comes to abortion, they are elected officials. The governor's elected, the attorney general, the state the secretary of state, they're all elected. Those are actual elected people, not a non elected walking zombie like Barbara Farrar. So why isn't Gavin Newsom talking about the localism when it comes to abortion? Why doesn't he believe in that? In other words, you can be forced. Localism is fine when it comes to forcing vaccines, vaccine. So when he talks about localism with mask mandates, he, of course, that extends to vaccine passports. If Barbara Farrar wants to do vaccine passports, it's localized. She can do it if she wants. But when it comes to abortion, all of a sudden it's not localism anymore. Now it's got to be a federal policy that we can abort at any, any, any point in the pregnancy. And as we know, many Democrats believe, not all but many, even when the woman is in labor, if she decides this is too much. That's fine for local. That's fine for a federal federalism. This is localism to him. This is how full of shit he is. It's so easy to point out what a scumbag this guy is. But, you know, we live in a country, especially, once again, California. We live in a country of California where people love superficiality. They love the looks. They love the young guy with the looks. I don't understand the looks thing because, once again, the grease drips off this son of a bitch. But that passes in California for leadership, young, good-looking leadership. So they they don't even get past the superficial aspects of this guy to look at what he actually says, to look at what he actually says and believes the the bullshit he pushes. Look at the bullshit he's pushing with that comment. He believes in localism. My ass, he believes in localism. Yeah, when it's convenient for him, he believes in localism, doesn't believe it with abortion and certainly didn't believe it with his statewide vaccine passport mandates and masking. And of course, no journalist puts to him the fact that even Fauci, even, even the demented Fauci, who's never been right once in his life about anything medically, said several months ago that we get because a lot of it's because of political pressure. But he did say seven months ago, several months ago, we've gotten to the point now where people just have to decide for themselves, meaning these mandates aren't really necessary anymore and don't work anymore. Even he said that, even their, even the Drugen leader said that. It's a Clockwork Orange reference. It's like we're living in a Stanley Kubrick film. In fact, at the beginning of these mask mandates, when I was flying, because I started flying very early in this process, I started flying in June of 2020. I had a mask, I lost it, I don't know where it went, well, I'm not wearing mask anymore anyway. But the mask said, a Stanley Kubrick production. And some people didn't get it. I had people yelling at me, saying, "Why are you wearing a mask?" I said, "Read what it says." A Stanley Kubrick production. It's almost like we're living in a Stanley Kubrick production. And this guy—it—it—it—it it, 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 it blows my mind. And I know it's not just me because when I when I talk to like-minded people, when I watch like Fox News, and they say, "How would anyone even think about voting for this sleazeball for president of the United States?" who ruined California. He ruined basically a country, right? We have 5 million more people than Canada. The other thing that was mentioned on Fox after I thought of it, as often happens, is the connection like Trudeau and Newsom seem like the same person sometimes. They're very, they're almost like brothers, right? Brothers in fascism. Brothers in authoritarianism. And the same thing, right? The very slick-looking, slick-looking snake oil salesman type. But to think, after he ruined California, ruined California, set back education two years. We have six-year-olds who think like – who've learned like three-year-olds now. They're a three-year-old education because they lost all those years because doing school from home doesn't work, just like working from home doesn't work. But certainly young kids don't – We come on, we talk about this. They don't have the ability to do the stuff from home. They need to be in school. The, the discipline. It takes incredible discipline to work from home, let alone be a child. So this he said education back three years, three almost three years he said education back. Half of the small businesses dead in LA, half of the small businesses dead in San Francisco. And the ones that are around can't get people to work anymore. This is Gavin Newsom. Seven dollar a gallon gasoline, incredible inflation, rents through the roof, mortgages through the roof, taxes up the ass. This is what people want for the country. Do you think people in Florida want this? Do you think he thinks people in Florida do want this? Shows how sick in the head he is. What a sociopath he is. Do you think people in in, in in Ohio want this? People in Nebraska want this. People in Missouri, I'll go on and on and on. They don't want this. They don't want this. Arizona, Georgia, we'll go through all the swing states. They don't want Cal, They don't want their state to become California. They don't want the United States to become California. California is a disaster. It's a depressing, boring, dead disaster and expensive with no amenities anymore. You know, it used to be people say, oh, I live in San Francisco, L.A. and I, I pay a lot of rent. But look at the amenities. Well, now, what are the amenities? Half the businesses are closed. The other ones open and close at five o'clock at night. Over and over, every city I visit, every Democrat run city I visit is the same thing. The only one. That's coming back a little bit more than the others just because of where it is and what it is is New York. And that's because it's New York, right? It's 8 million people. It's the biggest tourist destination, the one that is in the world. So it's coming back more than L.A. and Philly and D.C. and San Francisco and L.A. Okay, but, you know, that can quickly end if they bring back masks and vaccine passports and such. And with that schmuck mayor, Eric Adams, slick Eddie, slick Adams, of course, it could happen. But all the other cities are dead. They're dead. Businesses that used to close at, at, at 24 hour, try to find a 24 hour restaurant in most of these cities anymore. 24 hour drugstore. We have drugstores that used to be 24 hours in San Francisco that close at 10. Businesses that used to be open until 1, they close at 9. This is coming back. Of course it's not coming back. It's the bare bones of quote unquote coming back. And this is simply because of leadership like Gavin Newsom, like London Breed, like Eric Garcetti, so on. Not to mention, as we've talked about in the show a million times, the crime because of the incredible liberal DAs, the Soros-owned DAs that don't prosecute criminals but prosecute law-abiding citizens when they try to defend themselves. The humorous of this man to talk about localism now. And not one journalist says, wait a minute, wait a minute, where was the localism when you were doing statewide mandates where's the where's your localism when it comes to abortion oh oh no there isn't any is there why are they afraid to ask that they won't be invited back he won't talk to them again ah and that's what the problem is with these fucking journalists that's what they're worried about they're losing access they don't want to lose access but if you're powerful enough in your voice you don't lose access If you work for a major network, you're not going to lose access because they need you. But they're so afraid of offending. Oh, I want to be liked. I want him to talk to me all the time. Believe me, I was in that business. I know how it works. I was one who didn't care about access and didn't care about being loved. Ask the tough questions, damn it, for once. Ask the tough questions, which none of them will do. And so, once again, we're in this position. We're in this position that we were told we were crazy to say it was going to happen. We were told we were conspiracy theorists when we said this would happen. How many times they say we were crazy conspiracy theorists when we said that every summer this was going to happen or every fall this was going to happen? Or this was going to happen in 2021 and 2022 when the people in 2020 said we were nuts and it would be long gone by now because of masks and vaccines Everything will be back to normal by now. And if you're saying it's not, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. I can't say this enough. I do say this like three times, four times a week. Because I can't say this enough. Yes, it's it's the ultimate I told you so. And we need to constantly tell people I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. We need to constantly remind people how wrong they were. How right we were. This is how we write history the right way. You can't just let the re- you can't just let the reality of the situation go into the abyss and let people rewrite history the way they want to. We have been right from day 1. You and I have been right from day 1. From day 1 and they have been wrong. And they continue to be wrong. And if you comply now, you are wrong. There was a guy on on Twitter tonight who put up a photo of himself wearing a mask. And he said, oh, he gets some weird looks from people. can't be in L.A. or New York. I don't know where he is Um, because they pat you on the back for, for the greater good in those places. But he says he gets some looks from people and people might think he's crazy. No, I wrote to him, you are crazy. There's nothing thinking about it. You don't got to think about it. There's nothing to think about. There's no deep thought. If you're wearing those N95 masks now, those stupid, what do they call those? Those stupid penguin masks, right? The penguin mask with the nose. You're crazy. There's not, no other way around it. At this point, you're crazy. Okay, I'm not saying you're totally insane. You're a psychopath, but you have obsessive compulsive disorder. You're a hypochondriac. You are. You need help. If you had not gotten help for this throughout your life to this point, you need to get help for it now. Because if you're still wearing a mask, and he said he wears a mask outdoors, by the way, and he was showing him wearing a mask in his car, in his video he did, a selfie, there's no doubt that you are not well if you do that. If you wear a mask outdoors, well, once again, I would say if you wear a mask anywhere, but especially if you're still wearing a mask outdoors. And you're wearing a mask in your own car with no one else there. You're not normal. Something is wrong with you. Just go get help. Go see a therapist. You got to go see a good therapist, not a woke therapist. Go see Dr. Mark McDonald out of Los Angeles. He'll help you. He will definitely help you. And there, are, I'm, sure, I'm sure there are some good therapists out there who know that there are a lot of people who suffer from these things now. And they're all out of the closet. And they need help. They need help because they're not only hurting themselves, they're only ruining their own lives, their own quality of life. More importantly, you're ruining my quality of life because I got to look at you, I got to live around you. And so people need to get help, they really do. I blame them. I, I do have to blame individuals. I think we, have per- we should take personal responsibility here. But I also blame the people who did this to them. The Fauci's of the world, the, the Osterholms of the world, the, the Hotex of the world. You know who they are. You know who the, the major offenders are. And, of course, the politician, Democratic politicians. Chris Alice says, much agreed. Thank you. But we need to blame those people. Thank you, Angie. We need to blame those people for doing this to these people. It's almost like they tortured them, right? It's almost like you know someone has a disorder and you torture them. You make it worse for them. And that's what they've done over the last two and a half years. And then just as and it's so it's so bad, there's such a sado, there's such a masochistic, sadistic SM angle to this. Follow me here. Just as some people are like finally breathing, going, Okay, they bring it back again. They scare them again. It's a sick fucking thing. It's a sick fucking thing they're doing. Keep your mask mandate off my face. Exactly. Thank you for that comment. Keep your mask mandate off my face. But you know what? It's even worse than that. I don't want to look at it anymore, I don't want to see it anymore. Keep it to the emergency rooms. Keep it to the hospitals. I don't want society to be a walking hospital, living and breathing hospital, if you can even breathe. I saw a cop in D.C. D.C. is the hottest place on earth. It's like hell on earth. The politicians deserve it. And there's no break in the winter, no good, you know, no, no great deal in the winter either. But the summers, oh, my God. Every day was like 95 of the humidity match. And I see a cop who was like 50, 70 pounds overweight, wearing a fucking mask. I'm thinking, dude, how can you breathe? How can you breathe? That cannot, look, I don't need to be a doctor to know that's not healthy. In a normal world, in a normal world, doctors would be telling people, don't do that. That's not healthy for you. First of all, you don't need to wear a mask outdoors. If you if you need to wear one in the air conditioning, okay. But you, you don't need to wear a mask outdoors. And you certainly shouldn't be wearing it when it's 95 degrees with humidity to match and you're overweight. You're going to have a heart attack. You're going to have a heart attack and die at 50 years old when you didn't have to. Because you need to wear the fucking mask. I wonder how I wonder how many people did die over the last well this is three summers now right three fucking summers already of this they've never talked about that I remember back in March you no know, April or May of twenty twenty when they brought in the mask mandate just before the summer hit I and my other people I talked to said I wonder how many like people especially overweight and elderly people are going to die are going to like have a stroke or heat exhaustion because they're going to be wearing these masks sometimes two of them as Fauci the moron said. Are they going to start passing out? I bet you people did die from that. I bet you you a good number of people died from that, especially overweight and older people and people with heart conditions and and breathing issues. You have people with breathing problems, wearing masks. I guarantee you people died. We never heard about it. There was no counter of that. There was no ticker of that was there. But I guarantee you this is three summers now. I guarantee it's a decent number. People did not have to die. That died because they were wearing masks outdoors, and continue to wear masks outdoors. I, I feel I feel like I can't breathe when I see people wearing masks outdoors in the middle of the summer in in a hot climate. I wonder how healthy it is if there's any doctors out there of the germs too, of breathing in your own air, the the carbon dioxide. Is that right? With the, the germs, you're breathing in your own germs, and it's, and in the summer, in the heat, it's moldy it gets in there and oh it's disgusting. It's totally disgusting. Just think about it for 5 seconds and you have to say why would you do this? Why would you do this to yourself? Well, we know that doctors have done this to people. And the politicians have done this to people. And it's just it's just an awful thing. An awful thing. And then you have people like you said and with these Gavin Newsom and other Democratic leaders count on, the people over the last two and a half years haven't traveled to places like Texas and Arizona and Florida and Georgia and places like that. They haven't traveled there. So they haven't seen what a different normal world it is. They haven't seen their booming economy and their healthy looking people on the streets. They haven't seen this. They haven't seen the normal world. Once again, this is part of like the, the idea of, of keeping someone captive so they can't see the way things are out there. And this is what's happened. They've counted on this. Yeah, another comment. Uh, I'm here. This is going read some comments. Some people rather comment than, than talk, and that's fine. So they can uh, they can easily do these crimes, hiding their identities. Yes, I'm Canadian in Calgary, and there's huge problems lately with distraction, robberies, and pickpocketing and purse theft. I think it's because they can hide behind masks. I, th- I've said that. Of course, it can, of course, there's no doubt about it. And now that's normalized, right? There used to be a time when if someone wore a mask into a business or a bank, you go watch that person. You might even tell them they can't come in that way. But if they did, you'd say, oh, uh, what now?" Is you know who's who's watching who? There are 80 people like that in the store at any given time. Keep your mask mandated, That's right. So this is what we're talking about here. You're right. Absolutely. Nope. Oh, I guess we're gonna have you are gonna talk. Hold on. Let me let me put you on, Angie. I think I uh, got you on. Are you on? I think you're up.
1: Yeah. Hi. I didn't know if I was if you wanted people to call in yet or of not. Course, so of course. Of
0: course. Anytime. Well, I, how much I talk? You can talk.
1: <laughs> I love what where you're going with this because I am so sick and tired of all of it. Not even just the mat. All of it. All of it. I'm sick of. Um, my grandfather passed away recently, and. Uh, he was 83 years old, but we weren't allowed to go see him because of all this stuff, all this that's, COVID that's stuff. A,
0: that's a that's a crime.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And the mask thing is ridiculous because I don't want to go out into a world where everybody has masks on their face for the crime reason and because I have CPTSD. Um, and when I have a mask on my face, I panic. I don't like that. I don't like things covering my face or. You know, nope. I, I have a big problem with that and breathing in my own air and the wetness and Don't
0: you feel bad when you see the kids having to do it? The parents make their kids do it? I, hate I
1: that. yeah, I hate that. Because kids shouldn't have to live like that. And what are we teaching them to we're teaching them fear?
0: We're teaching them not to follow science, not to follow evidence or facts, just fear and listen to what the government tells listen to what big yeah. government Tells you to do. That's it.
1: Yeah. Don't question a it. A nanny it. state. A nanny state. They're... So you're in
0: Calgary. You're in Calgary?
1: Well, I, I I used to live in Calgary. I moved to a smaller, a much smaller place. And I like it because here I live in Saskatchewan now in this really small town. They don't really follow the mandates. You
0: know, even in, even in America, the small towns don't really do it. It's true. That's that's the place to go, isn't it? I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. Yeah. States in
1: America. I, I love it. I love it. I love not following mandates. Nobody makes you wear them in the stores even. They just kind of do their own thing.
0: (laughs) Now, I I always thought, um, you know, people in in this country have an idea that, like, Alberta is like Texas. Is that true? Is it a little bit more independent than the rest of Canada? A little bit more moderate? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Well, they were arresting people and doing stuff like that in, like, Quebec, Toronto, the bigger cities, and in BC, Alberta, kind of, we do do our own thing. We we were a little more lax with all that. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, but, a, that's, a, that's what I've known about Alberta, is that they're a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, a little bit more uh, independent. And thinking. now
1: they're saying, Trudeau just said we are going to have to get a shot every nine months. I haven't even got the first one, Um, personally. I, I got kicked out of college for that, but... In-
0: and many people have. I, I know. I know people yeah. who. I know people who. It's even worse. That, you know, their their kids were forced to get them. Think about that. How horrible that
1: is. Yeah, my kids were forced to get them. My kids are with were.
0: me. Look at that. That's awful.
1: And That's uh, awful. their their guardian chose to get them all vaccinated.
0: Incredible. I, I just. Uh, yeah. I would not. I'm so happy that I don't have kids right now. I think this is the worst time in the world's history to have kids. To tell you the truth, I yeah. think
1: this yeah. It's terrible. I agree. I yeah. agree.
0: It's just terrible. But, you know, what you said is right. It's 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 the idea of and they always say that we're I, this is what they try to do to the left. The left always tries to tell you that you're doing exactly what they're doing, which is that they say we people who don't believe in mass are the mean ones. But we're really. Oh, not yeah, because we're really not. We're the ones who are always being told what we're doing is killing people. What we're doing is selfish. Oh, you must do this. You know, most people I know who don't wear masks don't tell other people that they must not wear them. But you know those yeah, people exactly. who mask they're telling you you better exactly. wear one. And they're constantly yeah. doing it. And
1: that. I'm just trying to stick up for my my rights and my freedoms because once they take one away and see how easy it was, that's when they start taking away more and more before next thing, you know, we don't have many left.
0: Well, what do you, what do you, I, 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 just listening to you talk, I know what you think of Justin Trudeau, but what do you think of Justin Trudeau? <laughs> I want to hear it from you. Oh.
1: Well, I, I don't like him at all. I think he's a pussy, um, and I have a theory that people have say is debunked, but I mean, just look at his picture next to Fidel Castro. Just look at it.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that whole theory. That's
1: he's the spitting image. He is the spitting image and his parents used to party with Fidel Castro and his wife. And I think they did a little swing in and I think Justin Trudeau belongs to C- Castro. I do.
0: You know what? Even if it's not true, I like it. Even, yeah. You know what? He has no problem acting like the guy. You know, so it's well, like, you,
1: know you know what? Know. The bastard son always looks like their father. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, this is like... Uh, Ronan Farrow, you know, Mia Farrow's son, who they claim, you know, people think he's Woody Allen's son. He's not. He's Frank Sinatra's son. I mean, he looks – yeah. if, you, if you put a photo of Ronan Farrow next to Fra- Frank Sinatra at that age, it's a spitting image of Frank Sinatra. But It's, it,
1: it's the a- same thing with Trudeau and Castro. Like, yeah. you, put, even their kid, baby pictures and their ch- pictures of being children, spitting image. Like, and then you put his picture next to his so-called dad mm-hmm. – they look nothing
0: alike. No. Nothing. I, I, yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. And it doesn't help. It doesn't help uh, Trudeau that he acts like him. You know, th- he wants to be this great dicta- this dictator, this dictator. He's a Yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. And what we've seen is a lot of these guys like Newsom and, and, and Trudeau, they just take the cues from the Chinese Communist Party with this COVID, you know, exactly what mm-hmm. they did. And believe me, as I have said, I know you don't have the Second Amendment in Canada, and of course Trudeau used the horrible school shooting in Texas to bring up gun issues in Canada, which is yeah. ridiculous. It shows it's almost like he was just waiting for a tragedy to happen, the scumbag. But um but the well, fact anybody, of the matter is you- they wish they wish they could do in they wish they could do in Canada and the United States what they did in China.
1: Oh,
0: sorry, you're breaking up there.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, what he did to that piece—the trucks, like right. they were vilified in the media. Those were like, shoving people's sidewalk there. It was pure Canadian form. It was peaceful, and he just crushed them like bugs. And they, oh,
0: that 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 right there really proved he was totally against freedom of speech. And that's what a dictator does, is you're not mm-hmm. and actually at one point he said something paraphrasing like, You're not you're not talking the way we want you to speak. Basically that's what he said. You're saying things that I don't believe in, and therefore you must be silent. Yep. That's basically what I said. It,
1: yeah, he said a lot of crap. Yep. He uh, once said, If you have somebody in your family that refuses to get the COVID shot or wear the masks or follow the rules, then don't allow them at family gatherings and totally ostracize them.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, Angie, thanks for the call. I...
1: Like he's telling people. Yeah. To... Thank you. Yeah.
0: Angie, I thank you for the call so much and call back again. And, and, and you know, it's always good to have new listeners and a new, new perspective. And definitely Canada, you know, I, I, and I've had a couple of a uh, couple of callers, a couple of listeners from Canada and, uh, you know, Canadians, especially outside of Alberta and maybe like small town Saskatchewan, like you said, I said it right, by the way, Saskatchewan, um, not Sichuan, Saskatchewan Saskatchewan. <laughs> and uh, I, I think that um, m- most uh, Canadians are just more to the left, especially these days. And that's a big problem. That's a big problem, you know. Let's see if we have a better connection here. Oh, oh, hold on a second. Let's try to get this going. Angie, are you back with us? Angie, you there? Nope, I don't know if we have Angie or not. Um, If you are, you can come on and talk. But um, I I, I just think that, you know, it, it, it really is, it really is amazing how how much compliance we've seen. And that really bothered me about since we had Angie on. I, I it really bothered me about Canadians because I lived in Montreal for a couple of years. And it really bothered me how compliant they were. It really did. I was I was glad to see that two years into it, we had the the, the Canadian truckers rally in Ottawa. I was glad to see that. Um, but it took a long time and there was a lot of damage done before that happened. And I was kind of upset about that. You know, I was kind of upset about that, that it was basically, it took so much. It really took so much for them to do that. And that's problematic. You know, it was problematic. And I think I say better late than never, but I don't think it even, it didn't even phase Trudeau. And look at how we stomped them out, because that's what a dictator, with the government power, and and military behind them, can do. Which is why the Second Amendment is so important, and gun rights. If you're in Canada, are so important, because believe me, they would absolutely do what they do in China, what they continue to do in China, like in Shanghai, if we didn't have gun owners here in North America. No doubt about it. Uh, I think we have Daniel on.
2: Hello Daniel. Hey, uh speaking of new callers, that's not me. <laughs> You're a long-time listener,
0: long-time caller. <laughs>
2: walking walking down Polk Street there's a fair number of people out tonight. Um sure, certainly not as many as the old days um which were were very unold of course. Um so so as far as um, you were talking earlier about the fact that uh, a lot of people um, that realize that, that masks are absolutely useless, um, nevertheless, don't criticize mask wearers. Well, it was a long, long past uh, time, long past due time for um, doing, making their lives miserable. And, and, and that's what we, that's, if, if there is any hint that's coming back in San Francisco or where anybody else lives, um, that's what they should do. They should just make those retailers, the uh, brick-and-mortar retailers that are forcing you to wear masks, just make fine ways, creative ways, to make their life and their business miserable. And that's where most of the enforcement occurs, is in, with retail within uh, retail business, especially in, in grocery stores. And... Uh, if we would have stopped that and fought back early on, and there were creative ways to f- to fight back, but uh, too many were unwilling to do so. That's that's the only thing that's going to stop this insanity is make them make it cost them. So far, grocery stores haven't paid much of a pen- penalty. Mom and pop shops that had to close down because of either because of the consequences of masking to the business or because of direct calls for lockdowns, which were strange—they only applied to the mom and pop stores and not to the big box stores and not to Amazon, of course. But the you know the, the, there's a lot of, of pain uh, and suffering that was doled out uh, and, and uh, promoted by this mask wearing, and if you wanted to stop. That's what you got to do. It's time to make people's. It's well past time. It is two and a half years past time making people's lives miserable. That wear these things around you, or promote these things as as a real t- retailer. Well, you're and, probably and, hearing some background noise, Mike. There's a fire engine going by. Um, like I said, I'm walking down Polk.
0: Yeah, I I think there hasn't been one time you haven't you've called the show. You haven't been walking,
2: Daniel. By the way, for those of you who don't know.
0: Walks about 17 miles a day. Is that right, Daniel, about 17 miles a day?
2: I've seen a lot of San Francisco in the last 10 years, ten months right. <laughs> right. <laughs> since so I moved here.
0: You know, like the walking, we should call it the walking caller. You're the walking caller. I'm like, uh, that's a lot not nicer than, you know, than uh, Barbara Ferrar, who's the walking dead in L.A., which is what she is. <laughs> have you ever seen someone, have you seen someone look
2: so unhealthy who's the health adv- sc- czar of a county of, of 5 million people? You mean somebody that wasn't in the Beelzebub movie or, or the Beetlejuice movie I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean she looks like she's a, she looks like she's really on the verge of like
0: collapse and she's telling you what to do how to how to stay healthy. It's insanity. It's almost like a 5000 pounds guy telling you how to stay slim. It's
2: ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I just kind of expect her bones to all dissolve and then just going to just collapse on on you know you know internally onto herself and it's just going to be this massive liquid there and within a few days and yeah she's uh she's a mess she's not a physician she's uh i have no idea how this woman uh, got her position um, She certainly didn't sleep her way to the top <laughs> oh, oh i don't want that. oh. It's too late at night to think about that right, i'm sorry i'm sorry i put that thought in your head i don't Mike. want, to
0: have these, I don't want <laughs> these visions as i'm sleeping i can't i can't take that but uh, but not but, like I said, and, and you agree with me, and, and this is true. It's businesses that allow this to continue. If the businesses said, we're not going to enforce it. Which, right, which I think may have happened the last time the mask mandate was brought back to Philadelphia and Oakland, where it lasted like five or six days. I think a big part of that is because the businesses just decided not to enforce it. And if the businesses decide not to enforce it,
2: there's nothing they can do. There's nothing. It's can over. Do. Yeah. It's it's over. They've been the brick and mortar retailers have been the chief enforcers, have been almost, was well, essentially the only enforcers of this nonsense, right? And 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 once they say no, it's it's the end. But unfortunately, people aren't too many people are just putting up with it. So you you, you gotta you gotta stop. Get creative. Um, if if the if San Francisco starts doing this again or, or threatening to do it, if New York starts doing it, um LA starts doing it, get creative, get nasty, and make that make it hurt. Make it hurt really bad.
0: I have to agree with you hundred percent. I have to agree with you one hundred percent. That's what that's what has to, that's what has to do. almost like a lot of people I think are just too nice for too long for it's too nice to yeah. be compliant, to go along, to, don't really want to do
2: it, but go along to get along. But we need to stop going along to get along. This will never end. Yep, yep. It's getting windy now, so I'm going to sign off, but uh,
0: thanks for hearing shock. me out. Okay, thanks, Dan. What a shock. In San Francisco, it's windy. I can't believe it. Hard to believe. Daniel, thanks for the call. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. But it, it's that's true, and we have to get to the point, and we can kind of wrap up the show on this note. Um, I think an hour or so is good for a Friday show, right? So we can have a relaxing weekend. That doesn't have a such thing as a relaxing weekend anymore. But that the compliance just is is the is the major is the major part of it. It really is. The compliance is the major part of it. And that's what they rely on. They rely on the compliance. And without the compliance, there's no mandates. Without the compliance, there's nothing. Right? Without the compliance, there's no mandates, there's Nothing. And so that's 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 where it has to go at this point from this point on. We can't just talk about elections anymore because they don't they don't care about elections. Look, if Democrats cared about November, they would stop all this dead cold. Now they would just stop it. But they don't care. They don't care. It's a game. This is all a game to the election. The electoral process is a game to them you know, they think they've got their edge now with their mail-in ballots. And once again, the big part of their COVID mandates are just to get the mail-in ballots. And they think they have an edge there. They think they're playing a game and they don't really care. And they don't really care. But I say, we just have to stop complying and this will all go away. And that's been proven the case. If you don't comply, it goes away, you know, and as, as Angie said, in small towns, These mandates don't exist. Even though they're supposed to exist, they don't exist because they don't comply. They don't do it. (laughs) No, it doesn't exist. It's a state of mind, isn't it? It's all really a state of mind. It's all totally a state of mind. And people have to start understanding that. They really do. And more people need to get out and travel to places like Florida, and Texas, and Georgia, and Arizona and see South Dakota, Nebraska, places I've been over the last two and a half years, and see what normal life is like. See how things can be normal, how we can live with COVID and the flu and colds and monkeypox and anything else that comes along. Live and thrive with it. Get out there, travel, see, take that back to where you live. Okay, you know what? I'm going to wrap up. I think on Monday, I'll give you a little preview. I think on Monday we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, Hunter Biden. There's a lot going on now with all this stuff, videos of him doing crack, weighing it, talking to the prostitutes, bringing the prostitutes across state lines. And once again, the question to be asked is, and this is why I want to talk about Hunter Biden, okay? I think we're all allowed to have these faults. We're all allowed to have them. But it's 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 the absolute double standard hypocrisy that if there was one of these videos with Trump's son, and we'll talk about, I also want to talk about Ivana. It looks like she died of, it was. It looks like it was like a Bob Saggy thing, but with her torso, not her head. I don't get it. Blunt force trauma to the torso. That was an accident and she died. So it's terrible. But if one, if one of her kids, if one of their kids did one of these videos, we would never stop hearing about it. We would never stop hearing about it from the mainstream media. And yet now we need to go to Fox, basically, to see these Hunter Biden. So we need to talk about this. We do need to talk about the the double standard. Thank you. Thank you, Angie. You subscribed. So uh, have a good weekend. I'll see everyone uh, uh, Monday night. And uh, this has been a Let's Be Heard. My name is Mike Choppoli, And remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. We got to get rid of them. Got to. Vote them out. Now, have a nice weekend.